0: Dear listener, I hope I find you well. Now, Steve and Simon have asked me, Pat Sharp, to introduce Play Your Pods Right. And seeing as you're listening to Play Your Pods Right, that's exactly what I'll do. So here we go. You're listening to Play Your Pods Right. Well, there we are. That was pretty easy, wasn't it? And I think I was good. Got all the words in the right order too. What a fun house this is. Enjoy the show. <laughs>
1: Hello, hello, hello. It's nice to see you, see you nice. Welcome once again to Play Pods, right? My name's Steve, and there's no point. We've just had an intro from Pat Sharp. We have officially peaked. This is the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Now, who am I kidding? We're actually here. Welcome, everyone, to Play Pods, right? My name is Steve, and joining me as ever, inspecting the Grand Prix cart. It's Simon. Simon, how are you, mate?
0: Oh, I'm feeling very wacky, Steve. Oh, excellent. I feel excellent. like there is prizes to be won and I'm geared up, ready to race around the track.
1: Excellent. Also joining us, we've not won but two extra special guests. First, it's the Melanie to my Martina. It's my wonderful wife. It's Hayley.
2: I want to be Martina.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think they're basically the same
0: person, so, you know. Oh, no, they're, no, no.
2: they're not. They're two separate people. Twins <laughs> don't mean they're the same person. I
0: have All a right. problem with We'll get into this later on. <laughs> and
1: rounding out the team joining us once again the pat sharp of podcasts it's mark adams mark how are you mate
3: all right although to suggest that i have a luxuriant mullet would be somewhat misleading <laughs> i haven't had air since i was 27
0: <laughs> i've had it since i was seven <laughs>
3: And you're 28 now, so oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nearly 28. twice. No, not 28 twice. Fuck, that'll make me in my fifties. No, I'm 21 <laughs> twice. But in case in fact, I've recently celebrated the 21st birthday of my 21st birthday.
0: Oh,
3: so is this year it'd be so this year it'd
0: be 21 plus 21 plus one?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just gets more complicated. Right? <laughs> In
1: case you hadn't guessed today, we're here to talk about probably not the crown jewel, but the crown itself of kids game shows. It's only bloody fun house. Everyone's memories, Hayley?
2: Uh, Funhouse was my absolute favourite children's show, whether you're talking about game shows or anything else at all. I would actually come home from school and tell my parents not to disturb me while it was on (laughs) like can you imagine a preschool me going mom mom don't disturb me i'm watching my programs
0: (laughs) exactly same as you are now (laughs)
2: thanks
3: (laughs) (laughs) mark so i suspect i watched earlier seasons to you young whippersnappers i think the kind of late 80s early 90s were very much my experience of fun house and I remember losing my temper when they changed things like the, the Fun art Grand Prix rules changed at one point and I was like but, but 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 why yeah and um it was definitely the thing that I wanted to be on the second most in my childhood the first yeah. one obviously being nightmare
1: yeah absolutely yeah. Simon yourself memories
0: <laughs> memories are pretty similar to finders keepers to be honest so I used to Every odd night, used to go to my grandparents, who uh, looked after me. If my mum and dad were at work. Used to have a big plate of homemade chips, bit of bear sausage meat on there, <laughs> nice bit of bread bun. Sit there, glass of pop, watching Funhouse. Just it's just things back so many happy memories of just not just the game show, but family and simple times.
1: Yeah, so the original air date of Funhouse was the 24th of February 1989 through to the 29th of December 1999. It was devised by Bob Sines and your hosts, of course, the one and only Pat Sharp and Melanie and Martina Grant the Twins for 11 series and 145 episodes. Not a bad run at all. No? Uh Um, I didn't notice. It's based on an American game show of the same name.
0: Yeah, the Nickelodeon version.
1: Yes. And an yeah. episode of which featured a young Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: With Fantastic. the with the Do greatest it. I
0: don't know, I didn't watch it, I'll be honest. No, I sent you a video of it, didn't I, Steve? But
1: yeah. I'd I watched the full yeah, of it I myself. I didn't settle into it properly, but he had the the most luxurious curtains you ever did see.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the thing about curtains, right, is when I add hair, I add curtains, so I don't deserve hair. <laughs>
0: yeah but to be fair it was 90s like i mean i never i could put it off because i've been bald since i was like one but everyone had curtains at some point surely well yeah. i
3: remember the um my mom showed me a school photo of uh i think i was like second year year 14 whatever it's called now and holy shit it must have been <laughs> like not no exaggeration of the boys Eighty percent curtains must wow. have been. It was it was overwhelming. I remember there's quite a lot of seat kids in my school, so quite a lot of them, the kids had top knots. There were these <laughs> huge amounts of curtains.
1: My <laughs> eldest brother was also a curtains wearer.
0: <laughs> was he?
1: Terry. Oh, of course Terry was. Don't be daft.
0: Well, yeah, he changes territory to go with the gimmicks, doesn't he? Yeah. But yeah, I can imagine.
1: That actually, yeah, yeah. Terry was very much a, a David Beckham disciple when it came to his look. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see, bro. I was a, I was a more of like a Razor Ruddock.
1: Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> we've fun Two teams of two take part in a series of messy games, interspersed with a quiz element. Twenty-five points awarded to winning teams and for getting questions right. One game would also be the "quote-unquote" key game in which the losing team also scored points. Then this is the bit everyone remembers. The Fun Cart Grand Prix, and Mark's already alluded to this, it's the most tampered with part of the show. Like I lost my rag looking at looking into this. So in essence, it's basically a relay race in go-karts. On the first lap, the contestants have to try and grab the 10 point tokens, which changed in the later series to 25. Then on the second lap, you went around and got the 25 point tokens, but in the later series that became fifty point tokens. Uh, the team that win the race are also awarded a further twenty-five points or 50 points in later series and yeah it just went on like this in all the episodes i've watched like some even from the same series they decided that you could grab token any tokens on any lap or at least the teams weren't penalized if they did some series you had to change a tire quote-unquote before the changeover so like they just had this little like foam tire that they had to put on slap on it, and then change them over in between before you
0: could carry on i don't remember that oh god yeah. I don't remember that bit.
2: See, I don't remember that until we started watching some of the episodes for research. I was what like, I don't- year
0: was that? Was it
3: late? 94, I don't yeah, it was 90s, 94, yeah. 95. Well, we see in 95, I was a sixth former. Right. So I probably wasn't into yeah Funhouse anymore. Yeah, but the, the rules of that bloody go-kart thing, it essentially meant that it, there was really very little incentive to win it because the points you were collecting were worth more when you're pulling them off the little malarquies
0: yeah it's worth taking your time and getting higher points and it is yeah winning the race it's... like you said yeah
1: yeah and in some series it was three laps with the third lap just being a straight run to the finish but even then i saw contestants grabbing tokens on the way round. sometimes it was just two laps like the, in 96 the tokens were replaced with buttons At the start of the race was similar in in style of a Grand Prix race. There were buttons for 10 points and 25 points, press on alternate laps. When it came to adding the points up, they were represented by a column of lights for the 10 buttons and the 25 buttons and added to the team's score. For 98, the buttons were replaced with wheels. There were four metal wires hanging above the track with all four steering wheels attached. Uh, There are four steering wheels for each team valued at 25 points, bringing the maximum points to 100. The first lap was a power-up lap. The second lap was for the second team member to collect the, their first two wheels, and the third lap was for the first team member to collect the second two wheels, and the fourth lap was another power-up lap.
0: What oh, me. I, The one how? I remember, I remember the buttons ones more vividly than any others, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just sounds like convoluted Mario Kart. That last yeah. one.
3: Yeah, it's third. If they like gave got, children red shells, that that's, that's what I'm joyous. just thinking. Like
0: throwing them <laughs> shells or bombs, even bombs banana skins blue shells yeah yeah the uh, (laughs) yeah and yeah just octopuses
1: squirting ink at yeah but after all that the winning teams entered the fun house itself and had two minutes to gather as many of the prizes that were scattered throughout as possible changing over every three they found hidden somewhere attached to usually one of the less desirable prizes was the power prize and this was your big star prize So in that, contestants have to answer a multi-answer question within 10 seconds. I did feel sorry for one team that I saw, whilst the Power Prize wasn't great, which was rare. The question they got was to name three events in the decathlon. And the kids didn't even, because their age, didn't even know what a decathlon was. That's pretty tough. Yeah, Yeah,
2: because you asked me this question and even I got it wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean they they took a stab. They just went uh, running, cycling, and swimming. Like they they gave me the triathlon, which was great. But like Pat was like, "No, you can. You, I can't accept running and there's no cycling. By the way, or
3: swimming. I mean, I'm away. not sure I would answer that now. So let me see. Let me think. So javelin.
2: That's what I said.
3: Hundred meters. Yeah, hundred meters.
1: Discus. I don't remember. I don't I, remember. I javelin think high jump. I think high jump was one.
3: Javelin like, isn't one. So I uh, failed the 12-year-old kid test.
0: Yeah.
2: Me too.
0: I, <laughs> thought, I, I thought it was running the long jump and making a mean hummus. <laughs> i watch that. Berry <laughs> Berry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, but on that, I mean, this is something that me and Simon have spoken about before. It does seem like sometimes the producers will just decide whether or not they want to give the prize yes. away that week. Like, I mean, uh, once kids were asked outside the UK, name three countries that have a monarchy, Fuck and again, these duck. these kids are primary age, they're going, "What the hell's a monarchy?" Spain, yes, and I'm done. <laughs> Denmark and probably like mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia or something like that, like.
0: I would have said right. Russia, I guess, but I, I, um, I'm I, very stupid. Russia did have a monarchy, the Tsars, but Many they were quite brutally over- <laughs> overthrown. <laughs> I paint models, so I don't know what I'm on about.
1: <laughs> and, and, the, and another one was to name three American states beginning with M.
0: Oh, right. Michigan. Michigan. Michigan.
1: Yep.
2: I'm not helping because I did this. Steve asked me this, so I'm not helping.
3: <laughs> Michigan. Maine. Yeah. Oklahoma, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'll do uh, but you had like montana mississippi uh, mississippi yeah that was the other one i was
0: oh i've what price i win that's tough that is tough
1: but yeah kids that age bracket aren't gonna know that shit
0: compared to get your own back when it's who released the number one single at the time
1: yeah exactly and like so on Wikipedia, there's a whole list of the design changes that occurred between all the series and all the areas of the funhouse itself. So go look that up, because otherwise we will be here all night. Your prizes, everything, goodie bags, jackets, day trips, sports gear, Walkmans, holidays to the Florida, was one that we saw, like, they went to fucking Disney World. Like, Jesus Christ, could you imagine at that? It, like, there was some money splashed around on this on this show, for sure.
3: Oh, yeah. So, there were some fantastic prizes, but there were some absolute tat. Yeah. Oh yeah, a squash yeah. racket. I mean, today on the show we watched a bank
2: account.
0: <laughs> oh, no. What the actual fuck? I, I don't know what was worse, whether the prizes on Funhouse. Looking back at it now, or the prizes on um, Jeopardy.
1: Oh god, I think I think this has Jeopardy beaten, mate. To be honest, because at least Jeopardy got fat fat stacks of cash.
0: Yeah, well, to be fair, it's also as well like you've got something for the future there in the bank account. When you get den- When you get denture cream, it <laughs> kind of proves that you're on your way out. Right, a bank account.
3: You just can go into a bank and get a bank account. That's not a prize. That's think- a thing you do when you go up the shops.
2: I wonder if they thought that there was, like, money in it or something because all the other kids in the crowd were like, ooh. As if they it was didn't
3: make it explicit, if it was mm. like
2: a bank yeah. account
0: with 50 quid in, bells, yeah, in.
2: that'd be great. Yeah. But... Did
0: you guys have it at school when someone like someone from the bank would come and like try and get you to open up a bank account and they'd give you like, if you open up one today, you get a football, you get a money bank, so yeah, you get...
2: yeah, oh,
0: yeah, I, I have one better than that. Oh, All my then.
3: school had a bank, what? what?
1: Wait, the school you go, had
3: you a little building on the side <laughs> of the playground. It was a, uh, I think it was a NatWest, and it was open two out of five lunchtimes, and you could actually go and have a bank account and talk to the bank manager in your lunch hour.
1: What? That's uh, insane. Yeah. Highfield
3: School in Wolverhampton had a little tiny bank. That was like this little hut on the side of the playground.
0: That's amazing.
2: That's crazy.
0: Man, had an off licence, so I could go and buy a red stripe for my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like literally, Simon brought. I was going to bring it up, but it's like we had someone from Midland Bank come round, and it was like you you paid a pound, it's, and you got a choice. Yes. Of, you got a choice of a sports bag or a football.
3: Everyone it was the got the same kind of deal, but in the actual bank. Old oh, <laughs> school, and I think, I think I've think i misremembered. I think it might have actually been the Midland Bank because it was mm. way before HSBC. Yeah, yeah,
0: Midland was always the one, wasn't it? Yeah, like, at, and at Estelle, it was um football or a yellow piggy bank. Yeah, and, and it, suddenly and the playground was littered with footballs. Yeah, because like all <laughs> yeah. the lads got footballs, and you know, this was yeah. mid 90s, and all the lasses got piggy banks. Yeah, it was like yeah. totally weird. Uh,
1: but some fun facts on Funhouse. The theme tune was composed by David Pringle and Rob Healty. Healty's writing credits, and this is bizarre, include everything from Shakin' Stevens, including Merry Christmas Everyone, ooh, 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 to Kipper the Dog,
2: They call him Kipper.
1: Kipper the Dog. The Wheel, Wheel of Fortune.
0: And trapdoor. Nice, yeah. That's that's uh, some line up there. Yeah.
2: Can you imagine going from shaking Stevens though to Fun House? It's a whole lot of fun.
0: Imagine Davey Stevens singing it. (laughs)
2: Shaking Stevens
0: singing it.
1: But but you can see it though. Like you think about how jazzy like some of Shaking Stevens songs are, and like the Fun House theme is probably the jazziest theme ever. Trapdoor is a banger.
3: Mm. I don't care what Trap anyone says Trap door is special
1: mm-hmm. Yeah absolutely Happy Funhouse In 2000 it was revealed by the BBC programme TV's Finest Failures That a spin-off of Funhouse Featuring adult contestants was planned A pilot was produced which included Carol Smiley as a contestant And hosted by page three girl Linda Lissardi But it was ultimately never broadcast and a full series not commissioned
0: What? I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> That sounds bad yeah. I, I don't know what first, uh, the Smiley or the Lasardi. Both are as bad as each other, I think. Wasn't she yeah. married to someone in Brookside? I have no idea, mate. No idea. You're this is wrong. my random knowledge coming in, stuff. <laughs> but I'm sure she's married to like, someone who was on Brookside, like in the peak of Brookside.
1: Yeah, no, you're asking the wrong cat. But in the final, Jack, in the final ever question on Funhouse, one pair of kids were asked, name three kinds of emergency service. The children replied, police ambulance, and the AA. Not long. They're not really the fourth emergency service, are they? Come on. So- sorry, Domino's Pizza then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, close enough. But
0: <laughs> It says a lot about the marketing campaign for the AA, though. Yeah. 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 I-, I don't mind. I'd have given them a prize then. I-, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> but in
1: 1996 Christmas episode, Pat asked the question, The game we just played was set on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is tomorrow. What's the day after Christmas Day? Oh, please tell me what I think they're going to say. What do you think they're going to say? Like Wednesday or something like that. You're not far off. The contestant replied, Easter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Marvellous. Well, Uh, no, 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 no. To be fair, that's not their fault. If you go into any supermarket, because I work in one, on Boxing Day, when they're open, Easter eggs are on the shelf. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. So they've maybe been to the supermarket in the far end to get themselves a big piece of turbo on to, to film Funhouse with. And they've seen Easter eggs there. Yeah, possibly, but former Liverpool striker and cereal
1: biter Luis Suarez was a contestant on oh. the Uruguayan version.
2: Uruguayan
1: version?
0: Mhm. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh. What's the <laughs> winner? A donkey and some teeth.
2: Oh, <laughs> Tim. Simon.
0: I hate him. I'm uh. going to put it out there now. Louis Suarez can go and... No, I won't say that, but... I have no idea who <laughs> I, you're talking about. He's a footballer, Mark, who goes and bites other players. And is a racist. Oh, of And is a, uh, <laughs> <is> a racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I love it. In
3: 1998,
1: there was a competition in the Beano to win one of the fun carts used on the show, and runners-up runners would win a Funhouse T-shirt. Holy fuck.
2: I don't need a Funhouse T-shirt. I've got one. It's
0: true <laughs> she How did you get that?
2: <laughs> I don't know Simon <laughs> <laughs> Interesting
0: hey, we... fact I still collect Beano and Dandy annuals Oh, I get one every year I've had one every, every year I've been born <laughs> I have every single one since so 1986 I have Beano and Dandy And the special annuals that come out as well Can't Fair remember enough. the last time I read one But <laughs> I still have them all lined up Every Fair. single year It's tradition Fair. Yeah, sorry, Haley.
1: Mark looked very confused there. Would you mind revealing?
2: Oh, yeah. So I have a Funhouse t shirt that Simon got me for Christmas.
3: Magnificent.
2: It's great. I love it. Thank you, Simon.
3: <laughs> it's personalized. <laughs> it is. It's got
2: my name on the back. It's great.
3: I'm glad that these exist as a thing.
2: <laughs> me too.
1: <laughs> so, as for me, memories, like just wishing I could be on. Abs- Absolutely, after school must watch. And so, wow. So this caught traction. Um, when Pat, who gave us a wonderful reading that you heard at the top of the episodes, also retweeted us because I just put like, anyone got any memories? Um, and or, or were you even on it? Pat Sharp retweeted and said, "Well, I was there, and so were the twins."
3: Which is brilliant. Thank yeah. you, Pat yeah. Sharp.
0: <laughs> I'd be more if you said he wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he Have was there seen in body. Pat Sharp DJ.
3: Yes. Yes. Isn't he just loads of cheesy fun? Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. him. He's self-aware and, you know, like David Hasselhoff became self-aware. Yeah. I don't feel like Pat Sharp was ever deluded like David Hasselhoff was. No. No. Pat no. Sharp knew he was retro. Pat Sharp knew he was like looking at aging millennials yeah. and he embraced it and all the respect for that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, if, 100%. If, you, if you watch all these Channel 4, Channel 5, back to the 90s documentaries and things like that, Pat Sharp is on every single one of them mm-hmm. because he knows that was his peak era and he's embracing that. Yeah, And yeah. because of that, he's become more of a cult icon. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. Agree. And there's, there's money in
3: nostalgia. But I would be surprised if Pat Sharp isn't doing pretty well out of the ageing millennials and ageing late-gen Xers. Yeah. I think... You'd be surprised how much money there is in nostalgia. So, I
1: mean, he's still working in radio and he's released a faux autobiography about his time on on Funhouse called Rerun the Fun. Brilliant which is uh, which i really need to get a a hold of actually yes Um, um, i think think i'm just going to get the audiobook to be honest but yeah it it is out there but like because then again like you look at like partridge and like matt berry who did the toast autobiography and stuff like that like to do these like fake autobiographies again like there's a lot of entertainment value there Mm. and if
0: nostalgia didn't sell we wouldn't be doing this podcast
1: basically good point well made yeah so as a result of pat of dear old pat so amanda hughes on twitter says literally wanted to go on and still do dan indy k on twitter it definitely is the greatest kids tv show of all time at my name is jeff but it's a number three instead of an e on twitter every kid's dream to go on this show we need a channel five doc where they trace some contestants from kids shows like this and see what what it was really like from their perspective and that actually i think is would be interesting
3: that would be cool. And it's also yeah. something that could be filmed during lockdown as well. A nice, yeah. easy doco to film. Defo Get On Kickstarter, mate, this is your calling. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to do with your lockdown. Paul Hallows on Twitter,
1: uh, top show, always wanting to be on it as a kid. And Matthew Stewart, I loved watching it. It looked so much fun, especially the go-karts. Plus I may have had a crush on the twins. So there you go.
0: I had a crush on Pat Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Same, same, yeah. I (laughs) I had a crush on the rooster. (laughs) (laughs) There's
1: always one. Um, So the episode we watched was series four, episode three from 1993. Now, first of all, let me tell you, I had a hard time choosing an episode because I knew we were in for a good time no matter what. So I got it down to three episodes because I knew it had to be peak mullet Pat. I then handed it over to our fashion guru, (laughs) Simon. Who is looking the way (laughs) to choose (laughs) to choose based solely on the outfit
3: and what an outfit it was.
1: (laughs) So the choices were Canadian tuxedo, uh, cowboy boots, jeans and a jumper playing basketball and the outfit we had here. The loudest, most colourful silk shirt you ever did see and the cowboy boots making another appearance.
3: All three of those things sound beautiful. (laughs) Thank you, 90s.
1: And off the back of this, Simon wanted a Barbie-esque <laughs> range of Pat Sharp
3: dolls.
2: Oh, God.
3: <laughs> it made sense. <laughs> do you remember? I mean, again, I, I'm a little bit older than you, but do you remember a dress doll? Do you remember what they were? Vaguely. It was like a paper or a cardboard doll. Yes. That you could then put different clothes on it made of paper. So you kind of like... Oh, con- con- yes, yes. 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 So- a Pat Shot dress doll. Mm-hmm. Get one. Get yes. one made.
1: Right. Start, Steve. We're back off to Kickstarter. Yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Pat's entry on the go kart. Like, this man knew how to make an entrance. Like He's, he's coming on bikes. He's coming on quads. Uh, pogo sticks that he's subsequently fallen off. Where was the helmet? Uh, the, mate, it's the early 90s. There's no health and safety here.
3: Mind you, the mullet. Yeah. Oh, that that's beautiful. Enough beautiful beautiful mullet i wanted that hairdo when i was a kid so layered so feathery i mean i want a hairdo now i'm a 42 year old bald guy but i wanted that specific hairdo when i was the kid so badly and this is the
1: bit that got me by surprise fucking
3: pyro and fucking pyro what the hell it wasn't great pyro
0: it's not like it wasn't like Edge was going to walk out the fun house, <laughs> but hey, so hey.
3: also while we're talking about the start, mm-hmm. I've got some hot facts about Gary King, the voiceover guy. Oh, when um, what I didn't do this time is what you have, I think, <laughs> kindly referred to as did a mark and watched every single episode, which I did do for the previous stuff I was on. I didn't do that, but what I did do was I did get lost in like an hour's worth of research and stalking <laughs> on the internet <laughs> like gary king was the voiceover guy for funhouse mm-hmm. he was also the voiceover guy for supermarket sweep yes so yeah you can recognize the same voice on those two wonderful wonderful programs
1: the tat river did
3: almost. you know that his current job is the presenter of the totally 80s show on radio gibraltar
1: oh my word.
3: wow you can stream that as well if you want to hear Gary King's beautiful, beautiful voice. He's on Radio Gibraltar once a week as the presenter of Totally 80s.
1: Or once we get off air, I know what I'm doing.
3: Mate, <laughs> I had a listen and it was brilliant. I'm getting it myself It was 80s music with a know. fun guy's voice. Get it.
0: Uh, Just playing nothing but shaking Stevens.
3: (laughs) I I just like the idea of tuning into Radio Gibraltar. I've been to Gibraltar once, and a monkey nicked my uh, chocolate bar. What a bastard.
0: (laughs) I was was just going to ask if that was a euphemism, but I won't go there. No, 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 there's (laughs) the Barbary Apes in Gibraltar.
3: They're very clever and very sneaky and very brave. And so I had this bar of chocolate, and I wasn't, I've just got it in my hand. This monkey comes up to me and whips me chocolate and runs away. And the bloody thing, right? We followed, we like watched it. It sat in a tree and peeled the silver paper off before eating the chocolate. What a bad little that? fuck.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's why he moved to Gibraltar through the radio. Because if like, if apes are doing like their own version of supermarket sweep with tourists commentate <laughs> on it
3: uh, oh yeah they're not. it's not a monkey is it it's an ape Yeah, you know what I mean
0: monkey <laughs> ape
1: whatever same diff.
3: don't my fucking chocolate
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh tremendous there's a really derogatory comment here from Pat now we always promise you two good looking twins but we don't have them today so we'll have to put up with Melanie and Martina
0: yeah wasn't very this... nice was it no this is where my issue led we mm-hmm. got the twins now, I was always under the assumption that they were referred to as identical twins. Mm. They're not identical. Close enough. But they're not identical. Go on. Are they not identical twins? I would assume they were. I just always thought like they were referred to as the identical twins, not just the twins. That's how I remembered it growing up.
1: No, I, I, they were always just the Funhouse twins.
0: Yeah, I always thought, no, that's what I'm saying. My issue is I always thought, though, growing up, that they were referred to as the identical ones.
1: Mm. I think you've had some Mandela but, effect here, mate.
0: Yeah, probably. I am on a lot of drugs. <laughs> right, wow, good. <laughs> Enjoy those, mate.
1: <laughs> but we get the teams in yellow: Miriam and Ben from Beverly, and Martina in is very much reading an auto queue slash four floor manager cards to get the name of their school right. She was staring off into the distance, and and they're from. <laughs> And we watched an episode where she was leaning onto their podium where she'd written it down on a card.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> Professionalism at
1: its finest. Mm-hmm. And then the Reds are Sheena and Robert and Melanie absolutely not reading an auto cue. What a pro. And they also have a Garfield mascot, which I thought was nice.
3: I thought their mascot game was strong. The other mm. team did have a mascot, but it was so little I couldn't see what it was. It just looked like a jar of something. I mean, if you want a jar as your mascot, that is fine.
1: Yeah.
3: It could tell I, you what I, it could have been. If it was in a jar, maybe it was a tadpole, a living tadpole.
1: Who knows? Who knows? We'll, I, never, we'll never know because they didn't reference it ever again. No.
0: I have a little bit of a boo-boo here. Oh. Um, I didn't grasp the girl's name from Melanie's team.
2: Oh, I, uh... I I
0: heard it and, and I thought it was Shiva. Shiva. As in the as as in the Tiger from Walking Dead. <laughs> or the Hindu or the Hindu god. Yeah. <sighs> I think it was
3: Sheena, wasn't
0: it? Sheena, yeah. Yeah, like
1: Sheena, I, I like misheard. Sheena like Sheena Easton.
0: Oh, oh, Sheena Easton, I don't know who that was, but I I messed up and I thought it was Shiva. Yeah. I've got uh, Shiva on all my notes. Whoopsie daisies. <laughs> now, all my jokes about Tigers being in Funhouse are just ruined.
1: <laughs> but uh, So we do the meet the teams, Pat goes to Miriam and she goes, all right, Pat, as broad Yorkshire as you like.
0: <laughs> Loved it. All that was missing was the flat cap and pipe. Yeah. It's just very British, this show, isn't
1: it? <laughs> it is its I love it. And I love it for that very reason. <laughs> Pat says she can do impressions, but she says she can't, so just pulls a funny face and Pat's unimpressed.
3: So that'd be a slap I, I As a kid, I remember this being slick. This yeah. was not slick at all. No.
1: Pat asks Ben for his favourite programme. Immediately curries favored by saying, Fun House... And what would you do with a million quid? Spend it.
0: I
3: mean, I've got a lot of love for Ben.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good lad. Plus, they also, when he asked him what the favourite TV show was, he said, oh, a fun house. Anything else? Uh, football. Football's not a TV show. <laughs> Match a of day the Day. day. Match yeah. of the Day is a, is a show about football. <laughs> well, it's like me watching mass murdering programmes. Just say, what's your favourite TV show? Murder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah, tomato, tomato. Um, but I liked Ben because he had a lot of sass. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like at one point, he asked for clarity on what the prize was, which I was like, go yeah. on, Ben. <laughs> Good lad. We'll get to that at the
1: end. But over to the reds, Robert, nicknamed Boz. And he's into Warhammer when it was still just Citadel miniatures, bless him.
0: Good lads. Nerd. Good lads. Good lads. Fucking nerd.
3: What? <laughs> what? Right, you need right. I am a huge, huge nerd, right? And I've got more board games than any grown man should have. But at the point where you're painting the elements of your fucking board game, that makes you a massive nerd. Uh, I, I,
0: I'm cool.
3: I am not I am not a nerd. I am not a nerd. I'm only saying it because I had a go and I was shite. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Better so enough. I still am.
1: <laughs> Can't be daft. But anyway, Sheena having a massive panic attack just being asked how she is. She just starts breathing heavily. She's like, "I'm okay." <laughs> and she wants to be an infant teacher when she grows up. And I wonder
0: if she achieved it. I have to get her on my other podcast. I hope so. <laughs> Did you right. watch that video I sent you, Steve, of Pat Sharp? Pat Sharp interview when uh, with the twins on it as well.
1: Oh, from this morning or whatever it was. I don't oh, no,
0: know. no, it was from a different. It was from like one of these recap shows, and they were talking about how they got um, two young contestants to wind Pat up right. when they're doing the start bit when they're interviewing the guests because mm-hmm. Pat will be asking questions and they got the contestants just to ask Pat about his hair constantly. <sighs> yes, I I didn't see this, but I read I read something about it. Yeah, so it'd be like, so uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, footballer, what's with the hair? Yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like constantly, <laughs> they're killing themselves laughing. And Pat's just like, "Right, let's get on with the show." Like, right, what, what saw... do you, you spend the money on? uh Some a TV. What's with the hair, Pat? Why have you got it <laughs> like that?
2: I saw one episode where they were about to go after a game, and one of the lads who was on the red team just shouted at Pat. I was like, "Why do you get your hair cut? <laughs> like, <laughs> leave him alone." <laughs> Oh, it
3: God. was a tragedy when Pat Sharp got his hair cut. Oh, he went to curtains as well.
1: Did yeah, just more curtain game. But <laughs> but Pat are a rundown of the rules, and the first game is Baby Boom for the boys. Fucking boomers! Um, <laughs> they, have to, <laughs> they have to get in. They have to get in nappies and have to push balloons around a playpen with their noses. This seems like someone's horrible, twisted
0: fantasy. I found it quite degrading.
3: <laughs> I remember as a kid that the games looked fun yeah i felt that rubbing your face on the floor and pushing your head against bars to burst fucking quite difficult to burst balloons yeah looked really unpleasant
0: yeah sound like like a good saturday night to me (laughs) But the red
1: light, <laughs> because he said he plays rugby, he's getting proper rough, crawling over, crawling all over Ben and showing off his skill, his his rugby skills, quote unquote. But the reds win, and Pat, so Pat always had the the rerun the fun thing when they do the replays and cleaning up and going back to the podiums and shit. And yeah. here he starts experimenting with rhyming. Regen the playpen.
0: I have no issue with this. <laughs> no, I don't it, To be fair. It was more the writing that came up that I had an issue with. Yeah. yeah. Eat Matt, which just sounds like a horrible euphemism
3: for something else. <laughs> Eat Matt, Pat. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it because I don't want to think about <laughs> M- j- Move on, Steve, please. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get the quiz part of it.
1: What is a baby horse called? Answers, of course, a foal. Yellows get it, so they're 25 points apiece. Yellow's miss a high five as well, which was just hilarious. Brilliant. <laughs> and Sheena starts checking a t shirt because Robert rubbed rubbed some of the goo on him on her, And you're only going to be getting messy in a minute anyway, love. So I don't see what the fucking problem is. Like, <laughs> next game, head of the table. <music> and I'm looking for Roman Reigns, but this game uh-huh. is w- Roman Reigns <laughs> is going around calling himself the head of the table now.
3: Oh, is it? I haven't watched yeah. wrestling since last WrestleMania.
1: But this game not is... not missing anything. Yeah. This game is weird. So the girls serve no purpose to this game at all. They just... They basically just got their heads stuck through the middle of a table, and that's it, wearing some uh, Carmen Miranda-style headgear.
0: Yeah,
3: but, I thought that.
1: But To be it, fair,
0: they, they, do, they do have a job, because it's almost like something to aim for, with the uh, people yeah. chucking.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so basically you've got to throw... Like phone ball, you've got to dunk phone balls in Gunge and then throw them to other balls of Gunge on the tables now on in passing on the way out, Pat says the girls can pick the tables up to help, but it wasn't until the third viewing that I actually caught him say
3: that.
0: I didn't hear him say that at all. So did
3: both the girls miss what they were supposed to be doing?
1: Yeah, I think so because was I think they could spin the table round to like um, or like tilt it so, to make it easier for them.
3: What like a lazy Susan? Yeah. <laughs>
1: but but so, they didn't. Yeah, exactly. Because the instruction was just very passive. It was just like, oh yeah, and by the way guys, you can spin the table around by. But yeah, both red and yellow only get one as a result of this, and so both teams get the points. And Pat's cut to cut to replay. Rescreen the ice cream.
0: So we're not gonna talk about yellow the yellow team cheating. Oh.
2: Oh, how did they cheat?
0: Because the threw one in after the buzzer, did they? They did. But they only,
1: didn't catch that. They only counted the. They only counted one, so they must have. To be
0: fair, they did only count that. They didn't count that one. Mm, but but even the fact still, that they tried to, they, yeah, tried they tried to cheat. They tried. Papa Yorkshire um, tried to cheat and didn't get away with it. <laughs> can we also
3: talk about again the um, the random wording when they did rerun yes. the fun?
1: What yeah. a what a woos. I'm assuming they meant wuss.
3: I don't understand. What is a woos? W-O-O-S. It's when you woo, but more than once. <laughs> but nobody wooed. Yeah, I- I'm assuming they meant
1: wuss, as in W-U-S-S. Really? I-
2: yeah, I-
1: I'm guessing. I am purely guessing.
3: There were, I mean, throughout the series, there were some odd ones. Mm. It, it it all smacks a little bit of the 60s Batman TV show, some of the <laughs> randomness. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 nobody, when they get hit, does it ever sound like bong? So yeah so it it did remind me of that a little.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> WCW 2000 on channel five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the best
1: one I ever saw was Spunk. <laughs> what? Yeah there was a like the 70s Batman cartoon. I don't I think it's been edited since sorry the 60s Batman TV show I should say. One of the punch sound effect things that flashed on screen said spunk.
0: Brilliant, Steve. Steve, don't go around telling people the best thing you've seen is spunk. <laughs> <laughs> Do not say that. You can get yourself in a lot of trouble for that. Oh, there is Jesus. self-help for stuff like that. Jesus. Um, no, no, I hate it in your room.
1: fuck's <laughs> sake. I'm editing that out. Um, <laughs>
0: I'll just keep
1: saying it. (laughs) I'll just keep saying it. (laughs) Back at the podium, Pat has a dig at the girls for not picking up the tables. Oh, must have been a bit heavy for you. No, it's because you didn't tell them straight up. That's what you had to do, you dickhead. Plus, plus,
0: the red team had a disinfectant, 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 had a disadvantage, when I get my words out, because Pat had demonstrated with the ball what they were supposed to do, Mm. and he put it on the red table. Therefore, that table is slightly heavier than the yellow table. Oh, bloody hell. (laughs) 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 fuck's sake. I had a good night's sleep. uh, The quiz question,
1: which popular food is known as bangers and score sausages? Sausages. Your next game is Ladder Adder, and this game actually looks kind of fun, except for the bit where you have to pick up rubber snakes with your teeth from a pool of Whatever that's... I think it's just chocolate milk, but obviously they're saying it's gunge. So you put a snake in your mouth, you have to crawl through a ladder tunnel, drop the snake in a basket, and run back round again. And
3: I point out something here that I was a little uncomfortable with.
1: Is it problematic? Turbans are problematic.
3: A little. So positive of Mm. this episode was that there was some diversity. There was an Asian girl. Yeah. There were three games to choose from to put that Asian girl in. Yes. And the one they put it in is the one about snake charming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, she didn't seem uncomfortable, which is okay, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm being a little
0: oversensitive. I was going to say, I'm just more worried about putting snakes in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's it's all... It's, <laughs> this, this whole game was a bit problematic. But we get the key game, Who's the Meaning? You get points for coming in second, and Pat tries to play the Funhouse theme on the recorder. Apologies to headphone listeners, because it's going in here. It's a very bad impression of the Funhouse theme. Sheena is so slow at this game. The yellow already has the third snake by the time she's got the second snake. Like, the, like they've already put the third snake in the basket. Did
0: you just say Pat was playing the ukulele?
1: No, like a like the oh, no. flute recorder.
0: Oh, thing. right, I thought it was a bong. Wow. It looked like a bong. It's just... It was a snake charmers thing, flute, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, flute yeah. recorder thingy. Looked but, like a bong to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we know what's up with you, then. <laughs> Sheena presents herself to Pat, still with a snake in her mouth. You can spit the snake out now, love! Oh, God. It Ridiculous. It was at this
3: point that I decided to myself, do you know what? I'm kind of glad I didn't get to go on for
0: an hour.
1: Yeah. it it Like, I look back on it and I think, this is actually kind of a little demeaning, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Just a bit.
1: Yeah. The Reds had three, Yellows have four. And then Pat's quote for this one, let's remake the snake. That's not a sentence.
0: No like ugh. No, I'm trying to think of any you, way you could remake a snake, but you yeah. can't.
1: And, and then on the screen it says, Can we talk I'm about gonna key home. games Yes, key games. yes
0: I as a kid, hated the key games because
3: at least to my memory, more often than not, the key game, like three or four points would often win it so they'd like have a hundred versus 103 as the final yeah. scores, and because a team fucking lost. They got to go to the funhouse. I thought that was really shit. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. No, can't argue it. I'll go with that. But 18... Yeah, I
0: always hated the key game. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of there's a lot of instances that we've come across since we've been doing this podcast that it's actually beneficial to lose. Yeah, yeah. in certain games. Yeah, for like sure. If you look at if you look at like Jeopardy, for example, I know we've heard it before. But like when you get to a name you answer, like and. So you know what other people have put and things like that. A, mm. I wonder if that's deliberate.
1: Maybe. It could By the be. writers. It could be. It could be, yeah. Conspiracies abound.
0: <laughs> this Ventura coming
1: up next. Yeah, <laughs> on the screen whilst we're remaking The Snake, it says, I'm going to hurl, and at least that's a thing, I suppose. It's very 90s, but yeah.
0: I'm going to hurl because I've had too many
1: woos. Yeah. <laughs> and... Back at the podium, <laughs> the Yellows were the most half assed high-five I ever did see. So at least they're making connection now. And question, in which continent would you find the Anaconda, North or South America? That's South, Yellow take it. And they're leading 100 to 78 going into the Fun Cart Grand Prix. And an actual, uh, actual like, enthusiastic high-five from the Yellows now. So we're getting better all the time. Yes. <laughs> Always improving. Um... And this is the bit that everyone loved, for sure, is the
3: Grand Prix.
0: It's the bit everyone remembers the most, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like this show
3: would have been just another Gungy show if it hadn't got the Funcart Grand Prix element. I feel like it differentiated it from other shows
0: that didn't have the longevity that Funhouse did.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I, I, I would argue you, would, you don't need the Funhouse because okay. the Grand Prix is more memorable than the Funhouse itself, in my opinion. I agree for this. Uh, sorry, I agree for people watching the program, but I think yeah. for the
3: kids oh. that are actually participating, yeah. going yeah. into the funhouse yeah. was the big fat deal.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, it's some always wanted to do. I must admit. Yeah, mm. I mean,
1: it, it's only as Pat's giving us the rundown of the rules of the Grand Prix here. I noticed some random stagehands stood in the background.
0: Yeah, so, I noticed that as well.
1: But and, and I thought it was like, oh, is he supposed to be like a guy in the pits or something like that? And and it turns out it's actually a tuck shop. Sorry, it's actually an on-site tuck shop. Brilliant, because obviously you've got kids there for god knows how long. So you know,
0: no sweets I, and a coke. You know, like. I saw this book <laughs> and I thought it was Kiosk Keith from I'm a Celebrity.
1: And also here, Pat reveals he's colourblind, which I think would actually explain his choice of shirt.
3: I think it was a Steve. gag, Steve.
1: Oh, okay, but even still, I, I want to believe it. But hey ho, <laughs> and
3: Steve got worked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> colourblindness <did. laughs>
3: is so weird. Yeah, it my is. partner's colorblind So what I see as green, he sees as brown, and I'm like, "But green's so pretty." Yeah, and brown's horrible.
0: I just see everything in black.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is getting really dark, son. <laughs> I'm worried about you, mate. Is everything okay at home? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's just
0: the wham you up a bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But in the Grand Prix, I, I just feel like this needed like Murray Walker or like or like Gary should have been commentating on this. I think. I oh, think Blakely's robot
3: a was. Yeah. Although the music was magnificent.
1: Oh yeah, 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 top work. But right off to a good start. Yellow gets stuck at the first corner, which is a fantastic start. Being far too casual once they do get going. Second lap, reds too casual, so the yellow overtakes and then change over for the third lap. And yellow is already in the tunnel by the time the reds off the line. So. It was all done. Like,
3: yep. Yeah, I'd have been well vexed if I was the red kid.
1: Yeah, and even worse still is the yellows get all the tokens, so that's 140 points, but the reds somehow only got one of the 10-point tokens, and I think they only got three of the 25s? Yeah. How does this happen?
0: They mm. have got all four 25s. They
1: have got all four 25s, I apologise.
3: When you watched this, did mm. you think about your tactics if you were ever to get on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Because I would have spoken to my teammate and gone, we are going to sacrifice the 25 points for winning. And what we'll do is on the first lap,
0: someone will take both tokens from each and then we'll do two speed laps. Yeah. I would have sacrificed the tens on straight for 25s and then try to win the race for another 25.
1: Yeah. Uh, Interesting. there's, there's sound strategies throughout if you really look for it. But
0: interesting fact, do you know how what speed them go-karts are limited to?
3: Oh, it
1: was about much.
0: five miles an hour. Yeah. Nope. Ten, one. One mile an hour.
2: One.
0: <laughs> so slower than walking pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you see, I want this to come back, but I want it to be limited to a hundred. <laughs> Fucking hell, Simon! Wow. You No, but like on the bigger track. Because I think it'd be more fun if they're actually getting some speed upon it. Because it was so slow, I thought I like looking back at it now with twenty twenty one eyes. It was boring. I found the race boring because it was just too slow. Oh, I wouldn't
1: say boring, but yeah, it 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 felt quicker when you were a kid. Yeah, it did. So one one that we did watch. So yellow team were winning. They're on the third lap, and then they and then the red was just catching up on them at the tunnel and cut them up. So Brilliant. the yellow. Binned it into the side of the wall. Oh, Schumacher style. Yeah, pretty much. And like, and and like, none of the stagehands had noticed because like the stagehands are supposed to run on and kind of pull them back on track. And none of them noticed. So the yellow had to push themselves back on. Amazing. Like they're waving for help, and then like, and then like they just get out and just push themselves back round again.
3: I would I'd...
0: definitely have thought dirty. But you had. To... Like, do you remember? I can't remember the old Mega Drive game, but it was a driving game, but you could put like spikes on your wheels and you're crashing into them. Like and, micro like, you play, machines? No, it wasn't micro machines. Uh, you could play football as well. You had like massive games of football in uh, carts. I know was a Mega Drive mean, game, I can't remember what it was called. But I, would, I either took inspiration from that.
1: <laughs> I took inspiration from Road Rash. And just yeah. like secreted a chain about my person and just whipped them.
0: <laughs> well, I'll take in space from GTA if we're going there, but um also I love the fact that when the twins drive the cats out they always have the uh, the jackets on. Yeah. I think that's I think that's tremendous. It's it's because nice they're, yeah. they're model they're modelling the uh, runner up prize. Yeah, I oh do get that. It just I always like like the little yeah. the little subtle change. It's the little of,
1: things, yeah. Yeah. But the yellows win overall, and the reds get a nice handheld Atari Lynx, which is not bad at all, and the Funhouse jacket. I don't and... know what I was more excited for. Yeah, that's I, not
3: bad. I mean, yeah. you don't get to go in the Funhouse when you'd be devoed, but that's a decent prize.
1: Yeah, apparently they did get to have a run around the Funhouse
0: after after the taping and stuff as well. I, so would, so have have I would have sacrificed. I would at the time I would have sacrificed not going in the Funhouse for an Atari Lynx. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: like, I mean, previous series, like the series before this, the runner-up prize was a camera.
3: Still cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, and and you got the bomb bag and the jacket, and then the one series, it was literally just like a calculator ruler.
0: <laughs> I remember that. I still, I still <laughs> have one of them somewhere. I still have one of them. Yeah. So we get the, we'll get the full prize rundown.
3: Flash over the flying fox, and you'll hitch a helicopter ride. Fly down the fireman's pole and find a fantastic atlas and globe. Beat the buzzer bay and bag a badminton racket. Track through the tumbling tube and pinch a personal stereo. Nip through the net ladder and open a bank account. Focus on the fishbowls and catch your CD tokens. Pick up a pocket TV if you bobble down the bobsleigh. Munch through the motor mounts and take away a table tennis set. Tear through the balloon tunnel and throw a pizza party. A snooker cue's waiting for you in the slip and slide teach the test of strength how to grab a Game Boy bag and muddle through the monster maze to create a craft set be a danger man in a danger net and discover a mystery tour race down the skelter belter and saddle up for the riding lessons and walk on the wild slide and find a fitness
1: outfit one of these things is not like the other cd tokens badminton racket personal stereo pocket tv open a bank account helicopter ride
0: I mean, who on earth wants a helicopter ride? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: difference.
1: Like, oh, my God. It, 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 we spoke about it but this bank account thing just still baffles me. It is beggar's uh, belief.
3: Uh, right. Fuck the bank account. <laughs> fuck the Atlas. And fuck oh, the, the craft set. But at the time, a personal stereo, a pocket telly, and... The, the ones that I liked the most were the experiences. There was a helicopter ride, a pizza party, and riding lessons. I don't know what the pizza party was. Maybe it was just like, someone pays for your dominoes. But those three were clearly the best prizes, the three experiences. And, and the a mystery whole tour. load of tat. And the mystery tour. There was a mystery tour as well.
1: Yeah. What? Which which was basically just now outing to Alton Towers because they just showed the Alton Towers logo all over
0: it. I just like. I, I, also, you got a Game Boy case. Yeah, Game Boy. No.
2: Yeah, you just I got the case. queried that. I was like, <laughs> is it is it a Game Boy branded bag or do you actually get the Game Boy as well?
0: You just get the bag.
2: But right, uh, a Game Boy
3: bag why? was about a tenner. A helicopter yeah. flight was hundreds of pounds. What the fuck is the value
0: of these? So, are <laughs> co- coming to this. Yeah,
2: yeah, me and Steve actually looked up the price of said uh, portable TV and the Walkman in uh, Argos catalogue from that year. Nice. And yeah, the portable TV was like 100 quid and the Walkman was like 40 to 50 pounds as well. So, same as you say, you're getting those, which are quite pricey. And then you've got open a bank account. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, though, <laughs> it must have been a hell of a pizza if. That's going with the prices. A mm-hmm. 50 quid pizza.
1: I mean, a pizza party. So, I mean, let, let's assume you, you basically get a pizza hut for, for an afternoon with like five of your friends or something like that. And like, a balloon each. Yeah. I and mean, that's still a hefty sum. Like, mm. yeah.
2: Yeah. Certainly I, worth
3: more than the craft set. Yeah. <laughs> I remember.
2: I loved those craft sets. Yeah, I, you
3: did, but they weren't a treat. They were something no, your mum and dad would no. buy you. Whereas yeah,
1: helicopter just to shut you ride It's a
0: fucking life changing thing. Yeah, I remember having a birthday party at Burger King once at Scarborough. Yeah, good, good times. Mate. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Did you never have a McDonald's party?
2: I had no McDonald's, McDonald's party.
0: wasn't there at the time. McDonald's we ne- we don't have McDonald's in Whitby, no. and there wasn't one in Scarborough. Oh, what, Steve?
1: Mid to late nineties.
0: Yeah, yeah. And even then, it's hidden. It's hidden. You have to know where you're going. For it. Yeah, down Huntress Row Yeah, yeah. But hey ho! But um,
1: and then we get the power prize. Take the plunge and learn the techniques of scuba diving in the exotic waters of the Red Sea. And that is an incredible prize. Like yes. Yeah. And Pat has to boast that he's done scuba. So tell me
0: true, are you guys for scuba? Now uh, I have a question about this. Go on. Where's is the Red Sea? <laughs> yes. So- <laughs> He asked, "Where's the
3: exotic sea?" Oh Ben, oh Ben, bless
2: him. I isn't really the...
3: liked Ben. He was a very likable child.
2: The
0: exotic sea isn't that the river of oops?
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just the fact that like Pat's like, "Oh, that, that's a great prize," that and like the, Ben's tugging on his shirt. like, "No, please, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, sir." <laughs> Where, where's it? Where's the exotic sea? He's like, well, "You'll find um, out. You'll find out later." And he just goes, "Oh, all right then." You just, assumed,
3: how, you know, I completely dismissed him as well.
0: He's like, "Fuck off, kid! I'm doing my stick." <laughs> you know that Ben is one of them people at Christmas. What, what have I got? What you got me for Christmas? Wanting to peer into the wrapper on Christmas Eve to see what he's got. The, mm-hmm. the presents under the tree. So you'll be happy with whatever he got anyway. Yeah. So I'm a scout leader, right?
3: And yep. kids like Ben, I'm sure, for teachers who have like targets and national curriculum and all that shit over enthusiastic, but quite well-meaning kids like Ben, I'm sure they are a ball ache for teachers, yeah. but for a scout leader, they're my favorites. I'm not allowed to have favorites, obviously, but kids <laughs> like Ben are exactly what scouting is made for. Yeah. And he yeah. just made me smile. Cause he reminded me of some of the kids at my scout group.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I loved Ben. He was great.
0: You just know he's one... Yeah, like you said, he's going to be like, right, this is how we do this. But why do we do this? Like, not arguing about doing it, but just wanting to know why stuff happened like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
1: he's like, why is the sky blue? Yeah, because yeah. Of, it, just, you know, it,
0: it just is. Oh, right, cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he'll just... Yeah, he's a very agreeable child. God love him. Uh, the location for the power prize is the Tube Tunnel, and it's attached to the Walkman. And say earlier, there was a time where they'd attach it to, like, the less desirable prizes, to make it try get everything, or so that they wouldn't have to give it away, because kids would kind of have their hearts set on certain things. But but yeah, they need to listen out for the for the old cockerel, <laughs> and he gets the power prize first, which great, right? Like, and, and the best part is he doesn't even realise he's got it.
3: True, because initially, because it was the first thing he got, I was like, right, I'm calling shenanigans on the fucking power prize. It, there's like a one in fifty. Fifteen chance that the first one he picks is the yeah. power prize but the fact he didn't know he got it i was like oh all right i like you again ben
1: but at the same time pat's showing them where the power prize is because it's supposed to be for the people at home isn't it he's looking ben's looking over a direction somewhere so maybe he can see a monitor or something
3: you think he followed the camera maybe the camera yeah. would have actually gone in
1: yeah maybe that maybe. would have been
3: a tactic clever ben
1: looking for the red light on the camera seeing what's seeing which camera's hot and working
3: for me, the, the tactics bugger. were all wrong by this team. Yeah, They went for the prizes that they wanted and didn't get very many. Whereas I would have said, right, get the three closest, then the three closest, and then make sure you get the three in a row. And But they didn't do that. They just wanted to run around the fucking funhouse by the looks of it.
0: Which is fair enough, like, But yeah. I, but, I have an issue with this again, but we'll get to this later on. But he
1: takes up he takes up a whole minute on his run because, as you, as Mark Riley says, he's just going for the stuff he wants rather than thinking about it tactically and getting a bulk. And I love how jazzy the backing track is to oh, to, the, to the Funhouse run. I mean, it's just the extended instrumental from the middle, but like the Funhouse theme, it's jazzed up to eleven, sassy
0: sax and everything. Like it's pure joy. No, no, before before they started though. Because he was just that desperate to get in, wasn't he, Ben? He was like desperate. And yeah. Pat's having to hold him back, basically. and saying, right, Yeah. Right, just high, high yeah. five. You have to do this when you come out. You yeah, have to they tag they they your first name. They never they did. They never did. That is my issue. Where, there was no one holding a tag rope. There was no official tag. No <laughs> <The> referee. referee... <laughs> the referee saw it and let it happen. Yeah.
3: No,
1: the, it's
0: the... a
3: kid show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they have to learn the rules, Mark. <laughs> it's life it's a metaphor for life they have to follow the rules if they don't cheat they will not succeed but they did that's but, my issue <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like here's where I really really I mean I was already on Ben's side anyway here's where I really got on with him at the end he looked so disappointed like because yeah. then only got like five prizes so they got the pocket TV the personal stereo the bank account which one of them zeroed in on the bank account like, <laughs> I think I think it was Ben Oh dear! And Pat's line here:
0: "With your own overdraft."
1: <laughs> that made me chuckle. Um, it,
0: it, his hair's an overdraft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they got the helicopter ride though, and the CD tokens. She didn't get a horse riding lessons that she wanted. Bless her. But but this is but it's still a good haul. And so yeah, and they so get
0: prizes each as well.
3: It's yeah, like they get one each. I mean, the helicopter ride, a pocket telly, and a personal stereo. That is. A hell of a haul for yeah. a 12-year-old in 1990, whatever at, it at, was for. Three.
1: Yeah. And as Hayley said, like, we looked it up, like, the, your pocket TV is 99.99, the Walkman's 40 quid. If we assume the CD tokens be, like, 25 quid, like, helicopter ride is between 60 and 100 pounds, like, from, like, red letter days and stuff like that. So, yeah, even without the power prize, we've done well. And these days, you're paying over a grand for a diving holiday to the Red Sea. Well, so, like, one thing I've
0: noticed while we've been doing the Kids Month is how disappointed the kids are if they think they've failed. Yeah. yeah. As, but with the adult ones, it's just like, oh, well. Yeah, we've I had know, a lovely day. It. We've had we've a had lovely day. <laughs> we've met some lovely people, Bob. We're going yeah. to take our money and go home. Yeah. But like, like, when we're going back to the, the, um, the team that lost, the little lad, he was fuming, even yeah. though they were getting Atari Lynx. He was gutted. Yeah. Get well, you shit. on back last year, uh, last year, last, um, last week. episode. He was gutted, the Alan Carr. He was absolutely yeah. gutted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, like as I said, Ben looks so disappointed, then Pat's like, oh, but you got the power prize. And, like, Ben, like, is like, what, what?
3: He lit oh up, God. didn't he? Oh,
1: my God. He lit up like a bloody, like a Christmas November 5th. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> November 5th firework, but, you know, whatever.
0: Um, it
3: was adorable. It was yeah. absolutely adorable.
1: One question, three answers, ten seconds stand between them and the prize. Pat's giving the rundown, building the tension, and Ben just doesn't want to hear. He's like, yeah, come on, come on. Like he's, he is...
3: <laughs> uh, I live for winding up kids like Ben. As yeah. a if yeah. I can make a kid like Ben wait and watch them kind of shake it, oh, I live for that shit <laughs> so which three months of the year begin with the letter J
1: January, June and July get it straight away and they've only been and gone and done it they're off to the Red Sea Ben runs off like he's ready to get going now Like he goes and does a yeah. victory lap he
0: goes a like, victory lap he goes off to do it but he doesn't know where the Red Sea is so he doesn't know where he's running to <laughs> <laughs>
3: He doesn't care. He'll find his way there. Like, as a prize, a scuba diving experience in the Red Sea. I mean, holy shit! Yeah. I would really, really like that now. Yeah.
1: The same as that, it's life changing.
0: It is life changing. Now, like it's a very random prize to have on the kids' show, though, isn't it? I would expect it, like weird? that to come on, like Crystal Maze or something like that, as a grand yeah. prize.
1: Yeah. But they, I think they just want something memorable for them. Like, you yeah, know, like a mystery tour in itself is memorable. and but, Or like a helicopter ride. But then like, if they can say, I went on Funhouse and I got to go to frigging Disney World in Florida. Well, or I got to Aster- go scuba Aster- diving Asterix in the Slam. Red Sea. Yeah, like Park Asterix on, yeah. on Crystal Maze. Like. So, I mean, I actually want to give props for the first time in history of the podcast to some of the like production team members. So, huge well done to John Carmichael, who is credited as the prize coordinator like well done to you sir for all the amazing prizes that he could like wrangle like, yeah. Jesus, like bank accounts like bank accounts <laughs> judith if clyde they... who was the game designer i think it's safe to say she had a wonderfully twisted imagination for
0: some of them just referring back to the bank account do you think it's a case of the run out of money maybe like the, like obviously if you're looking at what we were on about like with the uh helicopter flight and everything like that maybe if you're not, we've only got like two pound left in the budget for prizes Oh, that's just a bank account. It's free.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. It could be actually.
0: Uh, the quantity, not quality. Sort of
1: like, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and then Ken Smith, who designed the actual Funhouse itself, so he gets a big. He gets a big tick.
0: Now, yeah, again, I read a bit of a thing today about a Pat Sharp interview that he did about Funhouse mm-hmm. before we started recording, and it was on about adults weren't allowed to go the Funhouse mm-hmm. while children were in the audience. Well, obviously, they still did when there was no one there. Of course, yeah. and they said was that rickety and that flimsy would never pass like a health and safety inspection because <laughs> it was like yeah. that, that like literally it's got like sharp edges and like n- the barriers are loose and it was that rickety and that almost like held together with tape <laughs> It wouldn't get made now. It wouldn't have passed if it was like a game show that was happening in that the and health and safety wasn't a thing mate. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I also say little... that like part of the one element of this
1: funhouse was the toboggan run and like you had to sit on a skateboard and like halfway down the ramp fucking Ben falls off and twats his face against against the side as well. So it's like Oh, that was
0: tremendous.
2: <laughs> See now I don't remember that being like that. I remember there actually being a proper like a go-kart shaped thing and then you would pull a lever and that would let you go down the chute rather than just sitting on a skateboard, Almost which like, get you
3: surely isn't style. safe. Yeah. Well, none of it was safe. And I think <laughs> the toboggan run was on a much later series than this, probably. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this was a fucking grand old time watching this honest to goodness. Like, yeah, we've moaned about elements of it. We've, and we've pointed and laughed at things, but that's half the joy. And like, you just cannot go picking? wrong. Yeah. When you just picking? can't. Yeah. You can't go wrong with an episode of Funhouse house in your life for sure. At series one though was a tough watch purely because they weren't big on safety gear back then. Like there was an episode I watched where the lads are barefoot and of course the floor's covered in like gunge, and one of the lads slips over and cracks his head on the floor.
0: Eesh. I thought you were going like, to say it was covered in nails then, which was <laughs> a lot more interesting.
1: <laughs> but and I mean like one game, I think you watched it with me, Beb Like that's cl- a climb up, that's climb up this like inflatable slide thing. And they yes. slipped down head to head into one another Oof. and they had to find little rubber mice in a pile of rubbish, quote unquote. And then they had, they pulled kids out of the audience and sat them alongside these inflatable slides and put them in like, I don't know what, what you'd call it.
2: Essentially, them. like a hazmat suit.
1: Yeah. And they had to put these little rubber mice in these kids' mouths. What? Like, and I'm looking at this through like, Coronavirus eyes, and I'm like, that's not that's not sanitary, that's not good. <laughs> oh, I
0: Love love cut sharp on Breaking Bad now with hazmasks. masks.
1: And then another game I watched, I think it was from like the mid 90s, but like they had to get these like foam, and also quite culturally insensitive because they were putting like karate geese and had to make suit so- and had to make chop suey, mm. <sighs> but um, and so basically I had to get these boards, put them between two podiums and then go, uh, chop suey and karate chop through these boards.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah. Now, because it was just one stack of these blocks, the two kids grab the same block and start tug of over it, and one of them yanks it, and the other kid again slips, falls back, and again, thank God he was wearing a helmet because he, again, cracked his head against the side of this podium. Like, it's... (laughs) uh, Oh, the 90s.
3: It it strikes me as they would have to do something quite serious about health and safety and protecting
0: kids if they were to relaunch this
1: i don't think they could
0: i don't think if we did get it back it was going to be a very watered down version of it it'd be a very
1: different game yeah Yeah. but but i mean yeah get some fun house in your life if you want if you want a laugh this weekend like vast majority of the episodes are up on youtube and as i say like as far as revivals go like leave it alone no one-offs no nothing I think the no, magic thank you. I think the magic could be lost,
0: like just do do one off didn't they? um it was like in two thousand five it was um did like did it in like a pub car park, and Pat Sharp and the twins did it,
1: oh God, for like a chat.
0: it was like a charity day, yeah, it sounds more
1: like it's a knockout than fun house, but yeah yeah, it
0: was it was it wasn't like televised, it was just for like a cha- big charity event, uh, okay, and like the twins and um Pat uh, redid it all. Yeah. But the way I see this,
1: it's something to be passed down for for the people who were kids then to show their kids or nieces or nephews or other familial tie and be like, this is what I watched kind of thing. Mm. And then as such passed on from there, it's like, this is what my dad showed me when I was a kid. And I have a weird, like disjointed nostalgia and so on and so forth. Like, but yeah, that's, that's how I see it. Like, I think this is pretty time. I think for the most part, it's pretty timeless and has held up incredibly well. Apart from the fashion and hairstyles, I Do you come back though? <laughs> no, they're not. Leave it be. Saying that, like I have seen in like quote unquote fashion uh, websites and stuff, there are people walking around with mullets now.
0: Ryan Good. Pillman Junior.
1: Mullets are cut creeping back, and I am not a fan. So you, so you wouldn't have one then, Steve? Not even slightly. Not <laughs> even, even if Pat,
0: even if Pat Sharp wanted you to have one he'd have to pay me a lot of fucking money
1: <laughs> from from his, from his funhouse bank account. He'd have to pay me a lot of money <laughs>
0: or, <laughs> representing the Midlands bank. Yeah. Mm. Fuck me.
1: Hayley, any thoughts, any closing thoughts?
2: Not anything that we haven't already touched on. Like same as you say, normally we would talk about, Oh, if this show was to come back, who would you have presenting it and things? Pat Sharp. Th- <laughs> it would have to be Pat Sharp. You couldn't have anybody else. Yeah. So I think it's just best left alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I will so. throw a random name out there if it was to, and it is random. Go Chris on. Ka- Chris Kamara. I for God's sake, We're back on the Chris okay. Kamara train. <laughs> I love Chris Kamara. It's no, it's no a random name if you say every episode, Simon. <laughs> I know, but I'm wanting Chris Kamara to go on the show. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. I tried to get a partnership with Jacob's Crackers earlier when we first started. That didn't do anything. So my objection now is Chris Kamara.
1: <laughs> good. He's on an episode of Pointless Celebrity somewhere. You can hunt him down on there. The... He's not a Pointless Celebrity, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there it is. Funhouse in the books. A good time had by all, oh, I think it's safe to say. And that also closed out Kids Month. oh, oh. But next week, it's February, and it's, according to the cu- gift card companies anyway, it's the month of romance. So me and Simon are going to be looking at dating shows
3: brilliant are you doing naked attraction
1: no we are not i want to i want to i don't need it in my life um but yeah so we're since someone has said that me and simon have old married couple tendencies next week next week yeah (laughs) yeah, who
0: said that someone
1: on on twitter um but
0: my mother always said i could do better anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) but next week as a result of that, next week our first stop, we're heading to America to play the newlywed game.
0: Oh. Good. Oh. It's <laughs> gonna be uh, it's gonna be emotional, as Billy yeah. Jones would say.
1: Yeah. And in the meantime, to all you wonderful people listening, please check out our link tree for all the links to our social medias, all the podcast players you can find us on, my guest appearances, and even our YouTube playlist where we've put up all the shows we've covered so far at linktr.ee forward slash pods And if your podcast player allows, why not leave us a little rating and review. And if you like what we're doing, tell a friend. Word of mouth is still the best marketing tool going. And until next week, though, it's a goodbye from me, Steve. It's a massive thank you to Hayley. Thank you. A massive thank you to Mark. Please plug all your podcasts.
3: Thank you very much. I'll be able a quick. Uh, I'm just going to say I've got a new one coming. Have a look for Ink Stories if you like tattoos. It is a podcast about the stories behind people's tattoos. Launching in February. So just follow us on Twitter or Instagram for the time being, at Ink Stories Pod.
1: And it's, so it's a goodbye from Simon as well. Didn't they all do well? Thank you, everyone. Peace and good cheer.